This is Church Information and Open Forum. I'm Marianne Barnett, your host. Uh, a lot of things going on, a lot of things to talk about. Some of the basic fundamentals of uh, a democracy. The basic fundamentals of democracy. Uh, it's trying to be, it's being held away from you. It's been held away all the time in many ways, forms, and fashion, but it's becoming more overt now than ever before. It's becoming a time that people have to understand that that their their, their rights are just uh, about to be taken right before their eyes. The state of Texas, the state of Florida, other states will be is is trying to take your right. Those governors in those states are are leading the fight to take away your right to vote. Taking away, making it as difficult as possible. Drive-through voting. Everybody can't get out and walk. And when you make it, don't want someone to come. You stood in line a long time in the hot boiling sun or whatever. And you might want some water. But you don't want to get out of line and lose your place. They make it, they make it, it made it uh, illegal for someone to give you some water while you're standing in line or give you a sandwich or whatever while you might be hungry. This is utterly ridiculous what they're doing. Now, in the 8 o'clock hour, we're going to have with us United States Congresswoman Eddie Bernice Johnson. She's taking a big deal with this. With this, she's taking a national stand and she's taking a, a state stand and a local stand on this. So, we will have her on this morning at 8. But I want you to know, those of you who remember, now most of you, the best most can do, now that would be someone who voted before the 65 Voting Rights Act. Some of you are still around. and But most of us would have to remember uh, the poll taxes and different things, different hoops we had to jump through in order to vote. Look, the Republicans don't want us to vote because they know we're not, more than likely, we'll not be voting for them, so they'll just steal the right to vote. Rather than change their political philosophy, they would rather uh, block us from voting. voting. Rather than change rather than do things that would attract, make them their party more attractive for us to vote to, uh, for them, they, they're not going to do that. Because let's be honest, let's be honest. Much of their political belief is steeped in white supremacy. 
I know the first Republican president was Abraham Lincoln, and and we say, they, you know, Lincoln freed the slaves and all that blah, blah. There's a whole lot behind that. Don't, don't, just don't take that hook, line, and seeker. But we have to understand, if we want to be citizens of this country, we have to participate now. We are, America is not a democracy, let's be honest, it's a republic. We elect political, we elect people in different offices and different things to represent us. We don't vote directly on laws, but we vote for people that who will make the laws. Hopefully they'll make it in our favor. And we have such a hard situation, uh, such a hard time uh, getting good politicians and even voting for the ones we got. They're going to make it almost impossible in some situations. If you have an affliction, if you have something, anything, any little thing, they're trying to rob us of our democracy or a democratic society. They're, they're taking it from us. What are we going to do about it? I'm going to ask Congresswoman Johnson, or will there need to be a march on Austin? Will there be need, need to be a march on Washington? I wonder. I wish I, sh I should have put on this hour, too. This is something very, very serious. This is serious business here. This is, this is not placed up. These are not the things that you play with. You know, we go to war and proudly serve just like everyone else. Sometimes serve greater than most. We don't run off to Mexico or Canada or different things like others do and say we're not going to fight. We are very few conscientious objectors. We go and fight and kill and get killed. Just like everybody, or more so than anybody in America. We built this country. It was built on our backs. All of these things that we do for this country and have done over the years, we still cannot get full citizenship. We're redlined by banks, discriminated in so many different ways in, on jobs and in hiring and promotions. You just name it. We get the brunt end of the stink. And we ought to be tired of that. We ought to be tired of it. We are shot down. We are murdered by the police. People that we, our tax dollars have paid to protect us. All, everything that we do, we pay for. And they talk about taxation without representation. What about here in America? 
There have been schools all over this country, all over, uh, down through the years. Our tax dollars paid for. They paid for those. And, and those tax dollars, we couldn't go to certain schools. We were driven by certain schools to go to an all-black school, which was good. But that white school, our tax dollars went on that white school, too. And we couldn't go there. But they had nerves enough to teach you about taxation without representation. Lord have mercy. Let's stop the hypocrisy in America. The hypocrisy in America is what we want to talk about this first hour. 972-647-1893. All right. Uh, Jason, bring me on a call. We have a call from Tony. All righty. Good morning, Tony. Fine. Go right ahead. Speak up just a little bit. I can barely hear you. Yes, Tony. You know, I need to bother with metaphors. Wait a minute. Just a minute, Tony. Uh, can you uh, speak up uh, just a little louder or something? Maybe, maybe I'm thinking, I don't know. Just let, let's, tr- keep, let's try it again. Go right ahead. Not clear. I don't know what's wrong. It's, go, 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 go right ahead. Let me see can I make out what you're saying. All right. No, I can't. I, I can't hear. Tell you what, Tony. Uh, when you can't get a get a get a get another line and call back, see can we get you in on a clear line? Okay. okay. All right. Thank you, Tony. Nine seven two six four seven one eight nine three. All right. Bring me up another. All right. This is Gene. All righty. Good morning, Gene. Good morning, Reverend Barnett, and how are you this morning? Fine. How are you this morning? Fine. And I'm calling in reference to the voters, the uh, person that's going on now. Mm-hmm. And what I'm thinking and what I would like to say that uh going to have to have proper identification to be able to vote even if, if you're able to vote by mail. Well, then... We're going to have identification. And I think we have enough time now to go to the DPS uh, and get some kind of idea. Some of the seniors might not have that. So in order for them to vote, they're trying to make it as hard as they possibly can to keep you from voting. We do have time to get busy and do that right now. So uh, mm-hmm. we're going to have to kind of do like Stacey Abrams did in Atlanta. We're going to have to beat the bushes and get out there and show them that we want to vote, and we can do it if everybody will get, if we will pull together as a group and do the things that we need to do. Mm-hmm. Well, now, here's what, here's what, and, and, and everything you say, I, I totally agree with, 100%. But why is it we have to do so much just to exercise a supposedly a given right in the Constitution of the United States of America. I know when it was written we were only three fifty and when that's what they did. They said we were. You know how that go. But when we when we have to go go so many things. Now they're talking about they got things on the books that they're not gonna even come out. 
if I say a crippled person is in your automobile and they, they, they're talking about not coming out to allow a person that's crippled to vote. This thing is 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 a disaster. Have you read that bill? I have not read it. I've heard a lot about it. But you get know, it and read it. Forward. When people try and press you down, then you have to show them that you can you can do that. You you can we can beat this, and we got to have that attitude. But if we go in with the attitude that we can't do it, they doing this. Mm-hmm. Show them, yeah, hey, we can do this. Yeah, I, I I hear what you're saying, and I agree with it. But at the same time. Come on. We, we, it shouldn't be this way. Yeah. But you, you know what they're trying to do. Mm-hmm. They're trying to win the house and everything else back. But uh, we can beat this, though. Like the song said, when you press me down, God picks me up. And we can do it. But we got to have the right attitude. Show them we can do this. Yes. But Everybody now, needs to start working now to get some ID. Mm-hmm. They're trying to keep you from voting because you don't have ID. We have a few months we can work on that. Get ID. Now, you and, remember that this is not necessarily a just a national thing. This is a state-by-state state thing. These state houses, when we lost all these state houses back in uh, 2010, yeah, this, is the, this is the repercussions on that. These state houses are doing, individual states, they have gotten together. The Republicans have gotten together in, uh, we know, 47 of the 50 states to pull off this thing. Yeah. And uh, to make it harder to do it individually, state by state, it's going to be rough. Now, I'm not saying we can't do it, but should we have to work Tirelessly, yes, until we get this thing straightened out. And uh, what we need to do, we have to realize we got a lot of people, a lot of our people vote Republican. Right. Oh, have mercy. But we have to take what we have and just go forward, press forward, and try and do it. We don't need to go in the attitude that we can't do it. Have the attitude, yes, we can, we can do this. Mm-hmm. Because that's the way they want us to feel, that we are already defeated. And we know we're not defeated. Mm-hmm. Yep. A team that can't be beaten won't be beaten. All right. Right. Thank so you. So if we can, we can get together and people that don't have ID, start now. you got enough time. You don't have to worry about them bringing you water if they don't want you to have water. We, we prepare for that now. Let me ask you something real pressure. How old are you? Pardon? How old are you? I'm old enough to know what's going on now and to see uh, what's going on and you, what they're trying to do. And see, you can go out there. You sound like you're young enough to stand in line for a couple of hours. I know it's hard to, to stand in line, but go prepared. When people try to keep you from doing something, show them. I mean, we, we're, we're, we believe in God, and I know you do. I hear you discuss it. We got to trust him. So if we start and prepare ourselves now, start now. Don't wait yeah, I believe in starting now, uh, preparing for this, but I also believe in fighting them right. over okay. this right now also. Because this is these things are done out of these state capitals. Sure, there's a national uh, uh, thought on this. But from state to state to state, we would have to beat that right now in, in, in order to keep them. See, 
whoever gets control of these houses in uh, 2022, is this, this right. is what they're fighting for. Right. Oh, uh, they get to gerrymander districts and do it, different things like that. So we need we need to uh, work on both ends. But I thank right. you for your call. Mm -hmm. All right. Thank you. All right. The closing line, 972-647-1893. We'll be right back. Should there be a national law? We have a voting rights bill. But should there be a national law to protect our rights on this? Huh? We'll ask our Congresswoman Johnson when she comes on. She can come on as early as possible. I told her eight. But I, I'll bring her on early. This is, when you really look at this thing, Stacey Abrams did a yeoman's job in Georgia, but... We need uh, 50 Stacey Abrams stock these stuff in uh, state houses, too. So, I don't know. We just have got to uh, really, really get on top of this. All right, bring me on the call. All right, this is Ike. All right. Good morning, Ike. Good morning, I'm Barnett. How you doing? Fine. How are you doing this morning? I'm doing great. I'm so glad you're talking about this voter suppression bill. Mm -hmm. Especially the one in Texas. It's you know, there's more than Texas involved in this. So. Yes. And at the same time, I wanted to bring it to your attention. Uh, you have to Miss Foreman that is planning a little more in debt. Well, she can better than I can. But they also, I remember, know you remember Mike Marat. Yes, uh-huh, yes, uh-huh. About yes. the homeschool room that he offered. Here in Texas, especially in Dallas, or they came up on the battle with him, mm -hmm. Mike uh, Rollins, and uh, uh, Mike Miles. You know, we had to really get out there and protest and try to stop him from taking over and making Dallas out of a one charter school district. But now, that author, Mike Marop, has a, they have a bill on the table in Austin. I don't think he drew it up, but it should be in him complete control of the Texas education well. He can close schools, uh, do anything in school districts that he wants to, and no one can overthrow him, not even the judges in the court. That's also being litigated down there in Austin, and we're not hearing too much about it. And we got some state representatives that, uh, from, uh, I know Ms. Foreman through the Austin mm -hmm. speak on this now. I think they still a busted so she couldn't speak. But I was mm -hmm. told that some black guy out of Houston is the one that threw it up. So uh, I don't know how to explain all of it, but we also have our education being attacked as we try to take away our voters' rights. And they can't <laughs> actually really take away uh, any kind of board of education in your local cities. Well, mm -hmm. if, if Mike Morales take over, then you don't need to have a, a school board trustee because be running it. So I thank you for checking my call. And yeah, but I, I we have to understand, and, and people need to know Mike Morales from Dallas. He's from Dallas. Right. Yes. And he, they not only here in Texas, they want to take over public education all over the United States. 
This multi-billion, if not trillion dollars, that they're looking at, taking over, while people sleep. You're so right, uh, 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 Hank. Well, I'm going to take this right here, Reverend Barnett. I mm -hmm. put my own self out here. And, uh, but it's just uh, some of these charter school organizations are pumping money into your community, and you don't understand what's going on. Uh, I was just, uh, uh, the people that got this poor old clip about Marlin Y.M.X. They come out of a charter school organization with the committee which is uh, uh, run by Todd Williams, mm -hmm. which is the big charter school CEO. So I'm not saying that for Oak Cliff is not a good organization, but they're going to be run by people who are trying to shove these charter schools down our throat. I don't think they for Oak Cliff. Uh, for the black Oak Cliff, they for taking Oak Cliff. So at that, I see you on my stand, but people need to wake up and smell the coffee. And they need to know that these people that are running for city council, you got some running for city council that's, that's uh, on the school board, but they running for the council too. They're, I'm talking about these black people running in black are working for, working for this charter school power structure. Yes. Right, a couple of them, and both of them black, they even went to uh, leadership IAC, which is uh, funded by uh, some of these charter school people. I don't need mm -hmm. uh, elected officials that have to go to uh, 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 be trained by my enemies mm -hmm. on how to represent me. Right. But this is so, what's happening, and if we're not up on what's going on, we are going to really be doomed when it comes to education for our children because they're not interested in education. They're just in, interested in making the money off of our children. Money. That's all. All right. Thank you for your call and coming. Our clears on line, 972-647-1893. Who do we have, Jason? All right, we're going to give Tony another try. All righty. All right, let's try it again, Tony. Good morning. Can you hear me? Yeah, he's clear now. Mm-hmm. 
that's one of the reasons why we have a storm and, and the electricity grid break down. And so if you stand is correct, all you have is a reintroducing the Jim Crow laws. And and the fact of it is this, you know, you just have to more technical fight. And and I'm gonna say what the computer nothing is called, a call for that. It's about prayer. The word the Bible says, prayer without work is dead. And we have many people, many black people who are teachers, who are principals, they keep praying. But you know what? They ain't you know, I think you put them in the book all day long. But they're going mad. They're not been talking truth. Yeah. Not even in the history books, they're not being talking truth. And so the thing is this. So we have a bunch of people who are complicit and then when they change the laws here in Texas, so they find you. They're gonna be like, Well, look at arms. No, 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 no. I'm gonna put the same people. Like and Red Button, you have said this. What have our local politicians been on TV stand? What have our state politicians been saying? They ain't work. And they, be, they might be talking about it within their circle, but they ain't running to the cameras talking about what's going to happen. You know what they're doing? They're running for office. Mm -hmm. And I challenge anybody, if you know anybody running for office, ask them a direct question. What you going to do about the voters that are going on? Because you're in the city, and if mm -hmm. and, 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 and Abbott is control of the state, what you gonna do? Well, yeah. I'm gonna make the city better. I, I'm, 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 you know, I've been, I, I've been in trenches. No, so those are pat words. So at the end of the day, you know, mm -hmm. you're gonna have the same thing that you said. You're the public. Man, you don't even learn that much in this school. Yeah. And guess what? And and and, and democracy without bloodshed. Yeah, well, and that's good because the one, the couple of people or so that we have speaking out. These are the people they're trying to get voted out. And uh, we need to be on top of this. And we need to stay on top of this and learn to how to vote. Don't let your vote always be bought. All right. Thank you for your call and comment. At Clizzle Line, 972-647-1893. All righty. Who do we have, Jason? Up next, we have a call from Bobby. All right. Good morning, Bobby. Good morning, good reverend. How are you? I'm doing pretty good. Shout out all up. I got shout out love in Vietnam. I'm 75 years old. I just want to ask three questions. I don't want to pick up a lot of time, but I know you got other calls. I was fortunate enough to hear Elijah Muhammad. He said, when I was 13 years old, he said, white folks in this country will never accept us on an equal basis. I'm 75 now. Mm -hmm. Now said the same thing. Farrakhan mm -hmm. the same thing. He said, send us back to West Africa. There I go. What, this is what he wanted to do if he had got elected president. Send them all back to Africa. Mm -hmm. Do us like they did Israel. So finance us for 25 years. Finance us, give us machinery, give us some land. It's got to be in West Africa. It's got to be by the ocean. It's got to be fertilized. Do you think we would have been better off if we had went back to Africa in the 60s? Uh, well, let's see. Now, do you know who Israel is? We don't, we don't, we don't, we don't reverse this thing back 100 years. Uh, do, you, do you know who Israel is? Huh? Do you know who the Israelites is? Yeah. Who are they? They are. They, well, that's right. 
And I really think in God's master plan, he had a, a reason. They took Palestinians' land and said they were Israelites. Then they finally confessed the tribe of Judah. We are the original Jews. Judah means praise. They didn't teach us our history, so our young black freedom fighters, our males, like Stanford Abrams, they got to stand up. Now I come call us old hankers when we get in our families. They got to stand yeah. up. They got, they, I don't see our black young males. 20s. Well, they college educated. Mm -hmm. They're so smart. You know, he married. I admire him. I admire you so much. He's a mm -hmm. good fight. All right, thank uh, you. Every time we, every time, let me say one more time. Every time we try to keep up a good fight, it looks like we're making a little progress. They flip the script on us. Now they're saying it's back 50 years. People don't understand this. Yeah, I hate you, I hate you getting off, but uh, I wish I had more time. Well, I'm, I'm going to have to talk with you because there are some things that we all can do and should be doing, but we first can't do it. Believe me, brother, the reason why I can say we don't say we can first of all, before we could ever get together like we should, we first must learn who we are. And we don't. We don't. We don't know who we are. Thank you. 972-647-1893. All righty, who do we have, Jason? Let's go to James. All right. Good morning, James. Yes, good morning. James in Palestine. Uh-huh. I'm going to carry on carry a little bit off of Tony, what Tony was saying. And I hope somebody's writing down and you're recording what I'm saying. Here's, some, here's something locally. They are putting stumbling blocks on us. I, I did the clock in Texas quite a bit and worked with Hollywood Groves up there, but he's a civil rights guy to help. But anyway, in the April the 1st, Houston County Courier, there are three bills in there. Everybody, please write down whoever is getting this. It's HB 10, HB 234, HB 749. Now, what the commissioners in Houston County are doing, they're in Oregon because what they're trying to do in Austin to get a lobbyist to represent the state rather than the commissioners or anybody locally having a voice up there. So these three bills is like they're going to take the taxpayer money and pay a lobbyist like they do in the, up there where Congress from the LB Johnson is, and they use them to get what they want done. This is very important. I give those again right quick because I got some there. HB 10, HB 10, HB 234, HB 749. And if I had more time, I could explain that to you. And another thing, Sophonia Thompson out of Houston, Texas, has a George Floyd bill going on, and it's a very good bill. It's in the Dallas newspaper. It's dated March the 26th. Please go back and look at what I'm saying, everybody. March the 26th. Look at that paper, that Sophonia Thompson, George Floyd bill. One other thing, Reverend Burnett, I, I have some more, but I'll give you this one. And I usually wait on Congressman Eddie B. Johnson to come in. But here's one about the, we don't have a black voice in the House Election Committee. And listen at this right quick. There's a lady over in Fort Worth, Texas. Her name is Representative Nicole C-O-L-L-I-E-R-O. C-O-L-L-I-E-R-O. She's a non-committee member that tried to get in there like that woman did down there in Georgia, but she didn't get arrested. But she was trying to speak up for, she, this is what she is. She chairs the Texas Legislative Black Caucus. She's out of Fort Worth, Texas. If anybody can contact that woman, have her to call Reverend Barnett. Again, her name is Representative Nicole Tyer. She is the chair of the Texas Legislative Black Caucus, 
and they gave her hell. So if anybody please could get that woman they call it and this is in reference to HP six, Reverend Ronnie. HP six. All right, House Bill Six. We can explain these things mm-hmm. to you, but and maybe we'll get to talk another time. God bless and keep it. I appreciate the work and best weekend. All right, thank you. Thank you for your calling, Carmen. That clears the nine nine seven two six four seven one eight nine three. Who do we have, Jason? We have a call from Bill. All righty. Good morning, Bill. Good morning, Pastor Barnett. Uh, Ryan, how are you? Uh, the radio station's kind of cutting out there. You didn't hear the gentleman before me. You didn't? It's cutting out pretty bad. No, sir. We, cutting we're out cutting out pretty out bad. Pretty bad. Uh, uh, you're in and out. You're in and out. Your voice is. Hmm. Uh, well, Can you hear me? We know, I, I, in the studio, it, everything, it says everything going clear. Shows everything going Hello? clear. Yes. You can't hear me now? Hello. Anyway, you, you, can, you can hear me. I, I, can you hear me now? Yeah, I hear you. Okay, I'm sorry, but I, mm-hmm. I guess it's my radio. Anyway, uh, I just want to make a point. But we need to uh, not get bogged down with a bunch of little issues uh, and, and, and concentrate on these, this voter suppression these Republicans are doing. Mm-hmm. And because it's very real, and they know that we get bogged down with other, they throw other things at us, and we get bogged down on, on the details and whatnot. And uh, like the... One lady said, you know, we need to have faith in God. Yes, we need to have faith in God, but we need to fight for our, ourselves, too. Mm-hmm. Uh, at the same time, not stand back and hope, you know, hope for a miracle here, a miracle there. You know, we're the miracle. We mm-hmm. need to make it happen. He, he's right. giving us the tools to make it happen. Mm-hmm. And uh, what we need to, to keep going and fight this voter suppression and not get bogged down with a bunch of little issues that, that, that we know are going to come back to because the problem with the small issue is we let the, the Republicans take over the, uh, the, the state houses and governors and whatnot and, and just concentrated on just the, the presidency. Let's go back to 2010. We, we need to mm-hmm. focus on one thing, and that's voter suppression altogether. Right. Well. Because uh, we get bogged down with a lot of little details, this and that, and it's just, it just causes us to, to, to forget and to wait to the last second. Do you think there needs to be uh, a march on Austin and Washington? This governor here, this state here, is just as bad at all, or worse than, than you know, he's, he's, they're trying it right now to suppress our vote. I know. Do, do we need to go show force against this government that's running the state of Texas right now. We have a Texas uh, Attorney General. We have uh, you know a uh, 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 railroad commissioner. These are these powerful all these powerful uh, offices in Texas are being run by right right wing I just call it like this. They're racist. They're right wing racist. Not talking racist. Yeah. You're exactly right. They're right wing racist. White supremacist. Right. That is finest. There's no way, other way to describe it but than to what it really is. What it really is, I'll call them to the face any day, any time, any place. Mm-hmm. It is what it is. You can't hide from the truth. The truth, mm-hmm. the, the, the truth is the truth. And, you know, they, they try to hide behind uh, uh, things like uh, uh, abortion rights and things behind the, uh, by the evangelical rights and whatnot. Mm-hmm. They hide behind the Bible. Yeah. Just like Trump did that day, he stood up there shamefully on uh-huh. the Bible and, and they hide behind this. 
Yeah, they hide behind. They, they try to hide behind religion, Christianity. They hide behind that. Use that as a fake shield. They use it as a fake shield all the way. And what I've been trying to educate our people, catch on. The Bible is not teaching a lot of the things I know you don't believe it. But a lot of the things right. you've been taught through European theology is, yes, is, is not right. It's, not they right. taught you to, but that because they want you to work against yourselves. And uh, we, we, we're doing it. We're doing it. I tell you what, I, I'm out of time. Okay. Okay. All right. Thank you. Thank Thank you. you. Yes. Concentrate on one thing. Voter suppression. Yeah. Voter suppression. All right. 972-647-1893 is the number to call. We'll be right back. All right. We're back. We're back. You can reach me, 972-647-1893. Who do you have on, uh, Jason? We have a call from Eddie. Alrighty. Good morning, Eddie. Yes, good morning, great Reverend. How are you this morning, Eddie? I can't miss with this. Yes. This racial uh, uh, situation. We mm. had better get it together and demand with real strong passion. This struggle. Mm -hmm. This thing is so serious. Yes, march in Washington, march in Dallas, Houston, wherever. This thing is real. Yeah. We have to get organized mm -hmm. and get out there and mm -hmm. yell and do whatever we need to do. Sororities, fraternities, it doesn't matter. Wake up. If we don't, we're going to go back to bars. I'm talking stronger bars at the minor places. Right. But isn't it strange how strong hatred is? Isn't it strange that uh, this man can lose in an election by over six million votes, about seven million, and turn around and scream and holler, uh, they, he won. And he get millions of people uh, to follow him. Are they fools or, or what, what's going on? What are these? Well, this captain, for instance, this attorney general here in Texas, this man is a criminal. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It cannot be talked about too much. We've got to do something. Put up billboards in every community. I mean, everywhere. Do whatever. But we've got to organize together and do it quickly. Is it, is it that much bitter hatred in America? I like to call it just the way it is. Because... They that what what what, what are the driving force? Could there be other than bitter hatred? What well, driving force? They take over the cap uh, capital. I'm talking about the sixth of January, and uh, you know uh, they t taking over the capital, and really, uh, what they did was such an insurrection. But the Democrats seem to take things that they do no matter how treacherous and terrible they are. They like to take it and let it go. They said they're prosecuting people right? and we, what we found out there are a lot of those rascals that was taken over the capital is from this area. Because every time you turn around they're identifying 
somebody from this area that was in there taking over the Capitol building. All of this. Is it what 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 are we living under? What are we? I know. I'm not asking, I'm being facetious. Uh but I know what we're living under. I know the type of oppression. Yes. We know that. We know that. And we have to get rid of that. Mm -hmm. Every day, gotta fight that. Yep, but, you know, but some of our people are just seem like too blind to see what's really going on in America. We need to be on top of it. We need to be working. Working in more ways than one. To, to, to make sure that uh, we get what we deserve in America and we deserve our share of this nation. We go deserve. to the grocery store, the prices are high, and what they need again is another stimulus. Yeah. Just the people more fight. All right. Thank you. That clears the line. 972-647-1893 is the number to call. Who do we have, Jason? We have a call from Joe. All righty. Good morning, Joe. Morning, Reverend. How you doing? Fine. How you doing? Oh, outstanding, outstanding. Look, mm -hmm. you uh, you got a really, a uh, really juicy topic this morning, and it is very, very critical. Mm -hmm. What's going? What's, what's really happening when you do your research? What's really happening is that mm -hmm. you got a group of people who has lost their way. They're getting beat at the ballot box. Mm -hmm. They're trying to do something to make adjustments so they won't get beat. Mm -hmm. And what the driving force behind all that is, you've got a group that has had a decent uh, way of life. And they're trying to protect that. They see that slipping away. They've had their way for so long until they just can't see anything else other than them fighting to get their way again, even if they have to do it by illegal means. That's what's going on. That's what's happening. So uh, every which way you look, you can see it. Uh, at just a year or two ago, you could, if you had a hunting license, if you had your hunting license, you could vote. That was proof that you were good to vote. Mm -hmm. But if it was off in college, Texas, Southern, or Jackson State, or Mississippi Valley State or something, then you couldn't vote uh, because you weren't living in that district anymore. Your office goes, all this silliness, what have you. But it goes back to a certain group has enjoyed a privileged way of life all of the generations, and they want to keep it going. Mm -hmm. And so you can see what's happening. Even the old bright bots and what have you. Mm -hmm. The guy will tell you, he says nothing wrong with them trying to maintain their way of life. He said they are fighting Abram in the street, on the mountaintop, white out, 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 because they got to try to hold on. Mm -hmm. So that's what's going on. So now, what is our solve? The solve is, is that we got to fight Egypt every day a little bit harder because they see themselves slipping away. It's 330 million Americans, but all of those people don't vote. We're going to have to scrape and travel and fight every day. We're going to start younger. Each household got to teach old. And in these high schools and junior high schools, we got to get out and start taking these little kids to city council meetings and stuff and exposing them early. The same thing the Jews do. 
The Jews make sure they take care of their young, their old, and middle range. We got to do the same thing. Each one teach one. We got to. The fight is greater. Now, if you notice during, I'm, I'm going to wrap it because you got other people. But if you notice during the 60s, during these, the integration movement, civil rights, blah, 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 you had a lot of those battles. They were trying to do it state by state, but they had to be won in the national, in the U.S. court, in, mm -hmm. in, 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 in that, from D.C., from that end. Okay, in, in the uh, Supreme Court, you had to come there. Mm -hmm. So a lot of this is going to wind its way back to the Supreme Court mm -hmm. because these little states and things, they're going to try everything under the sun to have their way. But we just have to fight like HLL so we can see another day. That's the, that's the song. Yes, and, and what you're saying is there are many whites who believe the wise in parity and equality for the black man means that their their standard of living will go down. Right, right. It, 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 they, they really believe that. Right. Just like this old uh, uh, conspiracy theories. They know that this stuff is a mess. Even Obama said, he said they tried so hard, old uh, McConnell, whatever, to make sure I was a one-term president, mm -hmm. and they took out the ball, they lost the presidency, they lost the Senate, and they lost other thing. They also lost their doggone mind. So we got to fight like H-E-L-L to let, make sure that we don't lose our mind. They, 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 they just on the right side of God and history is on our side. But we have to realize that and fight. We got to start younger. Each house this Juneteenth, we got to stop hooping in Holland with a red soda water and a slice of watermelon. And we got to pick. That's it. All right. We thank you for your calling comment. That clears the line, 972. 647-1893. All right. Who do we have, Jason? This is Beverly. All righty. Good morning, Beverly. How are you doing this morning? Fine. How are you? I'm fabulous. You know what? I said this before. I'll say it again. How long are we going to keep going around this thing now? We need our own party. I said this before. Why do we keep begging them to treat us the way we, we need to be treated? If we pull away from them, because we are not like them, no fashion, shape, or form. And I really have a problem with this. This is really, I knew this was coming uh, when Obama got in there. And then Mitch McConnell wanted to say he gave us a black president. He didn't give us nothing. You know, we need to stop. We need to stop blaming them for our downfalls. We need to get up take responsibility and learn to do things for ourselves. So you think uh, you don't think any of it's their fault? Excuse me? You don't think any of it's their fault? I think it's our fault for allowing them to do it. People can't do to you no more than what you let them do. Mm -hmm. Even when you're outnumbered? We are, we, they need us. They didn't need us all along. Why do you think they would... Why do you think they was making us have our own babies back in the day? Well, come on, people. But now, but now, there are things psychologically has happened to us. That's our biggest problem. Our uh, psychological warfare. Uh, we don't teaching like us that. in a way no, that we will always fight. divide ourselves. That, that was that was the plan again. Conquer and divide. 
Well, that's the plan, and they, they succeeded. They now succeeded. We yes. We, we need to wake up. This is, they've been trying to do this. You keep mentioning 2010. You're right. They, they've been looking at this every time. Mm-hmm. Obama got in there. Mm-hmm. Did uh, President Obama do anything for us? He did for me. But none of them ever done anything for me. Because I told you this before. I, I'm not Republican. I'm not Democrat. I am an individual on this earth. I don't need nobody telling me what to do, how to do it. I don't need that. What are they, you're right. What are they doing for us? Uh, have you uh, gotten anything as an individual? I got yes. What have you got? That was the only thing good about it. Cause another thing, this is the way I look at life. Nothing ventured, nothing gained. What have you gotten as an individual? I got my my schooling paid for. As an individual? Yes, I did. You paid for it yourself, right? No, they paid it for me. Who who, who is they? Obama did the forgiveness program plan, and I got I was in there at the right time. You don't think a party was behind that? I don't. I think that if you know what, this is the way I looked at life, and I've looked at life like this all my life because I was taught to think for myself, and I better do this. I look at life if I sit up and wait on somebody, they got us in a waiting period. They broke the wagon. Too much. Uh, uh, and the empty wagon makes a lot of noise. This is the way I was taught in school and from home. You cannot keep waiting. How long we gonna keep waiting? Yeah, but yeah, we have to understand that same wagon, the freaky wheel gets the grease. But this is why we have to work together and work in unison. Every time one come up with something, the other, the other here come another one with a better plan. Now we need to do it this way. We need. And that, that is systematic thinking that we have among us to destroy whatever others are doing. Don't participate. So and that's, that's detrimental. Up, why don't we decide to get up and quit begging people and do this stuff for ourselves? I have a problem with that. I don't beg. I did not want to be on welfare. I did not want who's to be asking for welfare? Who's asking, who's asking for welfare? No, this is what it is when, when you begging them to give you something that's already legally yours. Well, if it's legally yours, you're asking for you what, what, what belongs to you. You're not asking for them to give you something that they created and has finance. Go independent, get your own party, and quit asking Okay, how many black Americans are there in America? Say that again? How many black Americans are in America? It doesn't matter. Yes, it does. Because parties, elections are about numbers. I didn't never want to vote no way. I didn't start voting until... Well, then, if you don't want to vote, uh, why would you participate in this conversation? We're talking about voting. And they didn't get the education on voting. They got screwed. That's why. And I come along as a candidate to educate us. It's time out, people. We don't need to keep asking them to do us right. Do yourselves right. Well, Get our own party and do what we have to do. We did it back in the day when we had uh, Tulsa, mm-hmm. Oklahoma, and all this all around the world. It wasn't just Tulsa. All right. Let me ask you something. What's stopping you? I 
I'm not being stopped. It's the one that's complaining is being stopped. Can't nobody stop me. I mean, what's stopping you from doing what you want to do as an individual? I do. I've always done what I wanted to do. This is the problem I have with the other so, people. So you have no problem here in America, do you? No, I do not. All right. Okay. You have no problem. You already, you already got everything that you want. I see what's going on. I see what's going on, mm -hmm. and it's been destroyed. It's been going in nuts. They suppressed everything. They've been doing their folks like this from day one. They've been to go back to Nat Turner. What did they do to Nat Turner once he, he was, was squealed on by a young black man? Do you have a better a better solution, a way of doing things? Why do we want to be with them? Who said we wanted to be with them? You don't think we should be paid for the labor we've given America? I'm not them, and I'm no way thinking like them. No, don't you think we should be paid for the labor we've done in America? Now, that's a different thing. That's totally different. What's different? You don't have, but we still haven't got it in how long it's been. Well, you think we ought to just walk away and give up and say we ain't no use? I said, get your own party. We are the ones that have the complaints. We need our own party. Our own party, and we our numbers are so low that we would never hardly win anything. But, but now here, I understand what you're saying. But individualism will not get it. So since we don't have it, let's work together with what we got. And start dividing one another. We have control. How many? How many? How, how many public officials do you think we have elected in America? How, what do we have? How, well, we we we've gotten some things. You have what more now. Have? You have more now than you've ever had in America. Hmm? Cannabis written in that Bible. We the only one go down for the cannabis when everybody's doing more than us. You know what? I get so tired of them trying to put us down. Want to holler? This man was on drugs. It's not about Lord being on drugs. It's about this man with his knee on his neck. It's, we can't see this? I think we do. And who was doing the testifying? Who spoke up? Who has turned this thing around? Who even filmed that? One of us. Let's give us credit for what we do, but we can't do it all at one time. I saw it in 2010. We too slow about waking up, people. We need to wake up and smell yeah, the talk. Yeah, okay, we're going around in circles. Sometimes saying the same thing. All right, thank you. All right, it's 8 o'clock. We've got to take a break. And you can reach me at 972-647-1893. You'll come back with Congresswoman Eddie Bernice Johnson. Well, it's time to make that change. People of the world today are fading. All of us have our ups and downs. You better think about it or you won't be around. All right, we're ready to start our number two of Church Information and Open Forum. And you're invited tomorrow night, tomorrow morning, I'm sorry, Sunday morning, 9.30. Uh, Mary and Barnett, soon, get it on Facebook, Chris. Heavenly Joy Church, 
9.30 tomorrow morning, everybody's invited to listen and, and hear what's going on. What's going on in the Word of God and what's going on on this earth. The question's on one hand and the answer's on the other. Yes. But right now, we'd like to turn aside and welcome to the uh, KNON Hotline's uh, United States Congresswoman, District 30, Miss. Eddie Bernice Johnson. Good morning, Congresswoman. Good morning. How are you this morning? I'm okay. All right, good, 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 good. Well, uh, I think you're a little fired up about some practices uh, where it's happening with us in Texas and Georgia and other places about voting. How do you feel about that whole situation? Well, it's been clear that when we do vote, we elect. Mm-hmm. And the fact voted so heavily in Georgia and elected two Democrats in the South for the mm-hmm. first time mm-hmm. in a very long time. As a matter of fact, for the first time since the Voting Rights Act. That because that's all of the um, Southern white representatives mm-hmm. uh, in Republican because they objected to Lyndon Johnson leading that voting rights act. Well, this and almost so, made Lyndon Johnson out of a lot, didn't it? Oh, they tried to destroy Lyndon Johnson simply because he decided that he would support yeah. a civil rights act and a voting rights act. And the South turned around and it's been gone ever since. Yeah, because he made the statement that they lost the South forever, the Democrats had. That, that, that's what they said. But now when you can elect two uh, U.S. senators mm-hmm. in the South, uh, it has stirred up this national organization called ALEC mm-hmm. that get this conservative legislation going all around the country. Now they're trying to keep it from voting. Uh, it is, um, and when I look at what they're doing in Texas, uh, I have not heard any ele- state elected officials commenting on it yet, but I hope that they will get a great movement against it because uh, all the impediments that they're trying to legalize mm-hmm. against us voting, in mm-hmm. addition to that, we're arranging all the appeals courts. Now, they were okay as long as we didn't have anybody on there representing us. But when we start voting heavily and mm-hmm. getting Democrats appeals courts, now they're rearranging those. Okay. They've already wiped out uh, any strength we have on the federal level under Trump. And so when you look at what's going on, it is clear that they're trying to diminish the influence of our voting, trying to keep us from getting counted and trying to keep us from redress in the court. And so it's time to raise a voice. I'm hoping that our state elected officials will get a pretty good movement going to educate the people. We've got to do, we can't sit around and do nothing Mm -hmm. when they're taking our right to vote away. Well, now, do the state elected officials, do they stay in contact with you? Do they stay in contact? Once in a while, I hear from some of them. 
Well, it seemed like uh, they would be in contact with you because I, the way I see it now, the, all of my years of experience in politics, at some point in time, the feds have to come in on some things. There's some things. The feds, the, the feds, and you, you are a federal representative. Uh, uh, no, uh, you say they, they, they're not, they're, they're not talking with you, or what's going on? Well, I know this, that they're in session right now, 140 days every other year in there, both House and Senate, in there, both House and Senate. Right. And you are, I'm, the, I'm, I'm on a full-time job that works year-round. Mm-hmm. Uh, and most of my work is in Washington. Most of theirs yeah, is mm-hmm. at home because they own only in Austin uh, 140 days every other year. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a... Uh, I know I have a very busy schedule, and most of the time I am in Washington on that schedule. But I can assure you that I try my best to keep uh, keep abreast of what's going on. Uh, it, it's difficult on both ends when you're in a minority. Uh, mm-hmm. But you cannot just accept that you're in a minority. You've got to educate the people to rise up. Uh, write letters, make visits, do something. Now, I can't say that they're not going to do anything about it. Not, I just haven't heard uh, what the plan is. Well, uh, what about a march on Austin? You think they could be? I, I have they could pull, have plan. pull that off? Yeah, I have not heard what what the plan is. Now, but I'm sure there must be some type of plan to get the word out all over this state because there are large portions of this state with no representation uh, mm-hmm. that also need to be notified. Mm-hmm. you think this thing could eventually lead to a, a march on Washington? Well, this, uh, what we're dealing with now is state level. Uh, now, we have passed mm-hmm. We have passed legislation in the House, and our hands are full as well. We've got to work very hard because we have a very, very close vote uh, in D.C. to try to reestablish the voting rights that were struck down Mm -hmm. several years ago uh, that would give us some federal leverage. Uh, Because, first of all, you always see this type of vigorous activity right at redistricting time mm-hmm. uh, so to distract you so you're not seeing how they're gerrymandering uh, these lines to diminish our representation mm-hmm. and so we're constantly under attack but uh, we do have to be proactive sometimes mm-hmm. uh, in D.C. the Congressional Black Caucus has pushed to reestablish this Voting Rights Act, even when we knew we were a minority. We still pushed it. Mm-hmm. And we will continue to push it. We now have passed it in the House twice. But we've not been able to get it through the Senate. We have a slim possibility mm-hmm. of getting it Senate now that we have uh, uh, 50% of the Senate. But we've got to make sure that uh, some of this 
make sure that all the Democrats are in place. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I've always been, I don't know, had the funny feeling we got Republicans pretending to be Democrats. And it, it, it seems to show up when you get some real legislation that's uh, pro-democratic. But uh, one of the things we got going for us now, uh, what is the uh, senator, I, I think he's out of the, uh, West Virginia. He's uh, he's always on the line where he's he might vote Republican. Uh, what I'm trying to think of his name. You know who I, I know. You know who I'm talking about. You know, you know him. Uh, yes, man. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, would he be about the only one that might could throw this thing off for the Democrats? Well, yes. He, he, and what we what we're trying to do there, because when I went to Washington, every elected official out of West Virginia except one was the Democrat, and mm-hmm. that state has pulled around with him. He's the only Democrat now elected from West Virginia. But that doesn't keep us from attempting to alert those people mm-hmm. uh, in West Virginia to bring more pressure on him. The same thing with the, with the uh, senator out of Cinema uh, out of uh, Arizona. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have pressure going on with her in Arizona to try to get her attention. Those are the two uh, that we have to constantly watch. Yeah. I mean, y'all have yeah, yeah y'all in a position where you y'all consciously looking over your shoulder when it comes to things like this. I tell you what, nine seven two six four seven one eight nine three. You like to talk with a Congresswoman Eddie Bernice Johnson? All right, bring me a caller. Well, we had a caller call in and ask me to ask a question. He wanted to ask the Congresswoman, where can we find the proposed bills so that people can read them? Online. I'll call your representative and ask for a copy. All right. Go live. Uh-huh. All right. Okay. Good. And our next caller is James. All righty. Good morning, James. Uh, good morning, uh, Reverend and your guest. Yes, uh, uh-huh. And uh, the illustrious uh, Congresswoman, I want to thank you for all the good work you've done for the people of this area, number one. Uh, number two, um, the anti-voter uh, bills that are being passed all across the country are 9 out of 10 times coming from the 1% who control the Republicans who do everything for the uh, rich and super rich and very low for the people of this country. Uh, and the Republicans evidently have a national strategy going on to take the vote away from the people of this country. And what we need is a national strategy to defend the people of this country uh, and keep the vote uh, for the majority of the people of this country. So what I want to ask the Congresswoman today, is there a national strategy to fight the Republicans on this effort? Because so far, they have almost 400 anti-voter bills passed out, uh, uh, set in the uh, uh, different state legislators all across the country. And what we need is a national strategy. Um, hopefully uh, sponsored by the uh, Democrats, but not necessarily uh, sponsored by the Democrats. But what if, uh, do you know of a national strategy to fight for the people uh, across the country uh, with complete with a, a strategy and tactics, uh, state by state, 
That's what we need. Uh, can you, uh, uh, would you respond Not to that? Not that organized. There's nothing that keeps you from organizing it. So are uh, you saying I should go ahead and organize a, a national uh, effort at this point? Anyone that wants to can do that. This is a democracy. We can do that. And I can tell you this, that we have a national strategy in Washington. It's just whether or not we can implement it. And we cannot do it with people sitting at home expecting us to do everything. Get out there and help organize it. Okay, well, I, I just want to get your response to that uh, perspective. Thank you very much, Congresswoman. All right. Thank you for your call and comment. That clears the line. 972-647-1893. Who do we have, Jason? We have a call from Joe. Joe. All righty. Good morning, Joe. Hello. Hello. Yes, go right ahead. Please listen to your phone, not your radio. Okay, I'm listening, Paul. All right. Cut your radio down. We're getting feedback from it. Oh, good morning, uh, yeah. You ready, Joe? 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 We're going to have to We can't. This is dead air. Joe, you there? Yes, yes sir, I am. Well, please come on. You're on air. All right. I'm blessed. Sounds like How you this morning? You're on with uh, Congresswoman Johnson. I'm fine. I'm blessed to the Lord also. Thank you. Uh, are you going to speak? Yes. Uh, yeah. What I want to speak about is the, the deals that happened in Washington on uh, January the 6th. And uh, I listened to late news on uh, the cable news. And they say that Trump should have been choice, but those six people got killed up there in Washington during that attack. I'd like to know what her comment is on that. How do she feel and think about this? That's good. He's not out the door of sky blue or whatever. He should be charged for that and a whole lot of most of people okay. with mine. I'll ask the country's lady, are you going to entertain it? That's not really our subject, but uh, are you going to enter entertain that uh, question? Well, well, I'm not you can't just jump up and decide you're going to charge people. It has to be an investigation to get all the facts. And that's ongoing at several levels. Mm -hmm. Did you hear Joe? Yep, what do you think of that answer? Hello? I'm listening to it. All right. She answered your question? Not really. Thank y'all. Y'all have a blessed day and have a happy new year. What else? All right. Thank you. Ah, oh, boy. I think it's a full moon. But anyway, uh, Congresswoman, uh, when we see that these people are overt with this suppression of the vote. Uh, what, 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 when the Democrats are meeting in committees and other groups and different things, 
What, what, what are y'all seeing? Are y'all surprised that they would be as overt as they are? Uh, as they are? I am not surprised. I think that uh, if all we have to do is look at our history and see that there have been efforts all the time. Mm-hmm. But you can also see when there are increased efforts. Now, they have a national organization. The acronym is ALEC, mm-hmm. the American Legislative something, mm-hmm. that meet and determine what national pushes they're going to make in all these state legislatures. Now, there is another one, the National Conference of State Legislatures or something like that. Mm-hmm. That is... Um, that, that's also bipartisan, mm-hmm. but it's not is right wing. Uh, I don't know that that is a national democratic one, other than the Democratic National Organization. That uh, that's the Democratic Committee that has to do most mostly just party rules. Mm-hmm. But this national move is very very organized. You will see legislatures all over the country introducing the same legislation uh, to keep these people organized. The anti-gun, the pro, the anti-abortion, the anti-voting rights are standard types of groups of which they organize to introduce legislation all over the country the legislative years in order to keep these people organized against rights that they think will interfere with independent thinking. Right. I tell you what, I'm up against a break right now, and y'all can reach us at 972-647-1893, and I want to hear more about that anti-gun. We'll be right back. Congresswoman Eddie Benice Johnson. Uh, when this Alex, this group of people, most of them are right-wing Republicans, if not all, uh, anti-gun, what is their stance on guns? Well, they just want everyone to have a gun to use them any way they want to. And the, the National Rifle Association has been their information source, uh, they under they they begin they I understand they're moving their office from New York to Texas because we are the most liberal gun toting state uh, in the United States. Mm. In other words, uh what we see we can believe our lying eyes when we go to a gun range and see seven and eight year olds out there shooting. We can really believe that. And should let people know. Uh, this seems to be something there. It seems to be something out there that that that's very sinister and evil about certain things. Uh, do you think African American people should be arming themselves too? Well, I really don't believe that people just arming themselves for the sake of arming themselves. 
I am not against hunting. Uh, I'm not against uh, people having the right to have ownership. Mm -hmm. But there's no reason to have war weapons in this country because we are not at war. But That's what I have. Smoker, smoker shot weapons. Do you trust um, the, them? They having all the AR-15s and these war weapons, and we don't have any. Uh, do you think uh, since they've gone there, they, they're not going there. They've gone there and getting the AR-15s and arming their small children, not 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 just their big children. They're small children. Uh, well, it's a big the National Rifle Association, the people associated, the officers have lived very wealthy lives. Mm -hmm. A lot of money. It's an enterprise. It's just like uh, anything else that you can come up with to cause the opportunity for some to live a very wealthy life with a uh, with, with with just a message that impresses. It might not be a worthy message, but as long as they have people paying for license. Uh, to be a part of the National Rifle Association. Uh, just recently, it's been a lot of publicity on how uh, this National Rifle Association has garnered millions and millions and millions of dollars for the officers to live very, very wealthy. Mm -hmm. And to the point they've spent themselves into bankruptcy. Mm -hmm. And now they want to move to Texas, and Texas has welcomed them because we are probably the most open gun state in the Union. Well, now, these people, who, who are they representing? Are they representing gun manufacturers and, you know, bullets uh, manufacturers? Are they representing the people that own guns? Uh, I don't know. It seems to me that it's all of that. Uh, because it's a it's it's a it's a enterprise that makes money, and any time the enterprise makes money, you're gonna have somebody who's willing, no matter what the outcomes might be, how moral or immoral it might be. If it's money they can make and they can see where they can make it uh, in a democracy, they're going to try to do that. Yes. But also, in a democracy, is when you try to curb the things that's dangerous. Uh, to society, and I think that all this proliferation of gun ownership is dangerous to society. Well, yes, that it is, but I would hate to live in a society weaponless and others who we know don't care for us have all the weapons. Uh, that's almost, to me, it sounds suicidal to, to do that knowing that it's going to happen, knowing it's coming. But when we see what we are doing, would you rate President Biden, Biden right, right now, on the job he's attempting to do? How is he doing? Well, according to the most recent poll, he has 61% of the approval of the American people, which is pretty high. Very high. Uh, and he's getting started. He's getting started with a lot of opposition because they first had to clean out all the people that were placed there almost illegally mm -hmm. to interfere with his job. And then 
So the way by which they have confirmed his nominees has been very slowed down. Mm-hmm. And so he, he knew, I'm sure, he would come in with obstacles uh, just by the way the, the former president uh, tried to tell everybody that, uh, that the election was stolen when it clearly was not. Mm-hmm. Right now. And so he had a lot of obstacles trying to get started. He can't get his, all of his cabinet approved. Uh, we are, we are in April. Mm-hmm. He was elected last November, sworn in in January, and in April he still doesn't have all of his cabinet together because he can't get them confirmed by the Senate. Well, now, he has a Democratic Senate now. Uh, 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 do, we don't have any Democrats trying to block anything there, do we? I don't know. Something is blocking something. See, there's a lot of ways that even in a minority, uh, most of these committees are pretty even. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They, can, they have blue slips. They have all types of ways to hold up something's happening, even if they feel they don't have the vote. Well, they have a... Uh, what about... F- the yeah. What about uh, have, uh Have that come back into vogue now? Well, it's under discussion. I don't know what they're going to decide. I'm really... Uh, my my uh, position on that is let it be a filibuster if they're going to stay on the floor and talk. Mm-hmm. But if they just going to file a filibuster and leave it there with no talking, it's nothing but a uh, stalling tactic. Mm-hmm. Filibuster is a stalling tactic, but let it be what it really is. So, I, but, but that's something I have no control over because that's strictly a Senate uh, mm-hmm. text, which is under discussion in the Senate now. Mm-hmm. Well, now, in the House... Uh, what lead uh, do the Democrats, uh, do you know the exact number of leads the, the Democrats have over the Republicans in the House? How many more votes you can count on? Well, it depends. You, you've, got, you've got a divided Democratic uh, caucus. You've got the new uh, ultra-progressive that we can't depend on always to be with the bulk of the Democrats. Mm-hmm. And we only have about an eight, eight, 8 to 11 margin. Uh, did you vote for the stimulus checks? Yes, I did. All right. What do you think about uh, Ms. Cortez, uh, Congresswoman Cortez? Uh, wanted the, uh, uh, what, about 10 times as much stimulus money placed in as was put in the stimulus bill. What do you think about that? Well, the thing about uh, that is this. All of us have ideas of our own and the way we want to do things. But when you come to a body, at some point you have got to not be it's not always going to be exactly your way. Mm-hmm. Uh, you've got to get around the table, deliberate, see what the possibilities are. And I think that she hasn't got there yet uh, in the group that follows her. Mm-hmm. I think that she added uh, another element 
uh, but it is clear that many of the, the things that she is um, pushing right now are somewhat unrealistic unless you can dissect and understand. For example, to push the Green New Deal, the Green New Deal is not a deal. Mm-hmm. There is some ideas. And, and to, and, but the Green New Deal has been interpreted by everybody's own way of interpretation. Mm-hmm. And when you leave New York, uh, the rest of the country interpreted the Green New Deal as get rid of fossil fuels overnight. Mm-hmm. And that defeated Democrats around the country. Yeah. Now, <laughs> when you dissect it, and, and, and most Republicans know how to put those messages together. They've got the money to do it. Mm-hmm. When you discuss what the Green New Deal actually means, it means working on cleaning up the environment. Well, I don't know a single Democrat that's not for that. Mm-hmm. But they're not going to do it overnight. Well, I passed mm-hmm. from my committee that passed the House and 20-some of them passed the Senate that that gets us down the road and, and achieving what the Green New Deal is. And we didn't even have a lot of, of opposition to it. Mm-hmm. But we didn't call it the Green New Deal. <laughs> a lot of times this is the way you frame something. And uh, But do you uh, say some of this has to do with uh, you? She means well, but I think she yes, I think she means very well. Mm-hmm. But you Some think youthful thinking has a lot to do with this? I'm sorry. Youthful thinking about proposing certain things. Well, messaging is very important. Mm-hmm. Right here in Texas, we were led to believe that we were probably going to elect at least five or six more Democrats to Congress. Mm-hmm. We were led to believe that we were going to get a majority and to take this house. Mm-hmm. That unified message that frightened Texans that everything's going to be shut down when it comes to fossil fuel mm-hmm. uh, and a gas space when it came to defunding the police when it came to Medicare for All, which is free health care for all. That didn't work in Texas, and that message was put on every television station, and we didn't have a message for this state coming from the candidate that overcame that. No, it's the way you frame certain things. Yeah, I tell you what, let, I, let, let me let, uh, let some of the callers talk to you. Uh, uh, 972-647-1893. All righty, who, who we have, Jason? This is Larry. Larry, all righty. Larry, you're on with Congresswoman Johnson. Please uh, listen to your phone, not your radio. All righty, who we have, Jason? This is Larry. Larry, all righty. Larry? Hello. Yes, please listen to your phone, not your, not your radio. Hey, hold on. You're cold it, cut it down. I want to 
wanna, I wanted to ask the Congresswoman, uh, what did she think about the first past, the first distributor of uh, reparations in Chicago, in Edmonton? About the what? The first issuance of rep of reparations in Chicago, Illinois, was done last week. Oh, I don't know what about that. If you lived in Everton, Illinois, in nineteen from nineteen nineteen to nineteen sixty nine, the first issuance of it is being issued issued right now. They're starting off giving them $25,000 for, you know, to get, you know, things going in Everton, in Chicago. I have no knowledge of it, so I can't comment on it. Okay, that's the hometown of Obama, and people say Obama's not doing nothing, and he never did nothing, but the first issuance of reparations has is already been signed in the law and being done in Everton in Chicago, Illinois and that's going to be coming our way right now because we've already fought for this thing people like you and stuff like that and this thing is it, it, it's already in law so I want everybody to look up Chicago's new uh, reparations and you'll see that we are about to overcome. All right. We thank you. We thank you for your call. Uh, Congresswoman, that one seemed to have been going. Is it Edmonton or is it Chicago uh, that he said that uh, reparations? I don't, were? Well, I, I don't know whether or not. I don't know anything about that. Yeah. Uh, just try to imagine that the city of Dallas all by itself giving people a lot of money. This city is waiting to get some money from the federal government, so I really cannot comment on something I don't know anything about. All right. Let's go back to our phone lines. Jason, who's we at? Okay, we got a call from Carl. All right. Good morning, Carl. Uh, good morning, Reverend Fred. I'm the reason for this voter suppression uh, movement, I think, is because of... It's because of a conversation I had with a co-worker, and uh, one day I was in the break room, and all of a sudden uh, she was, uh, she hollered across the break room, me and her was in the process. She said, no, she said, Carl, white people are not having any children, and, and she's white, and she's, she's a graduate from Harvard. And, and, I, and I started thinking, and I said, well, you know, the reason why you're not, what I came back and said, the reason why you're not having any children is because you got to remember your men left Europe and you went out and to conquer the world and so that's why nobody was around to feed the women and have their children. I said, it all started back then and then you, you are warrior people and you've been in all these wars and that, that depleted the population one 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 two and others and so now now your birth rate is going down and so I think it's all behind demographics. What, what do you think, Congressman? I'll hang up the list. Congressman, did you get that one? I didn't understand what he said. What All was right. the question? I didn't either. Uh, can we move to another one? I, I didn't understand him either. All righty. Okay. We're up against a short break, and those of you who are on the line, hang on the line. I'll take your calls when we come back.
right, we're back in our last segment. And as we bring you on, please, uh, be brief. Please, be brief. Uh, give me a call. Bring me a call on. Okay, we got a call from Randy. Randy. All right, good morning, Randy. Good morning. How y'all doing? Fine. How are you? Like to, uh, I'm doing good. First, I'd like to apologize to uh, the Congresswoman because the last time I spoke to her, I was very aggressive and harsh to her. I was raised better than that. That's my first statement. I'd like to apologize to that last conversation. She probably doesn't even remember it. I know she has people talking about and aggressive to her all the time. But, uh, I was wrong. Uh, so the uh, but, uh, the deal about uh, what's going on in Illinois, I read a little bit about that. It's outside of Chicago, and the town's supposed to uh, be giving reparations to the community. It's, I think what I read was it's $500,000 over a 10-year period. They're going to invest into the uh, African-American community. Of course, out of the hands of the white people who, who leave that area, they're not giving them checks to individuals or nothing like that. Uh, but... Uh, what I wanted to speak on was the Cortez thing. And my, don't get me wrong. I appreciate the fourteen hundred, the six hundred, and the uh, twelve hundred dollars that the government sent myself and people I know. But I have a little bit of question about the way it was done. Because I know several of my friends that make between fifty and seventy-five thousand uh, dollars a year. They got a check, but they were still employed and working from home on their computer the whole time. All right, uh, Randy, uh, I, I'm just about out of time. Uh, you're okay. asking her about the Cortez check? Yes, I think we need to follow more of the progressive part of the Democratic movement instead of trying to bring things back to the way it was. Because the greatest president in our history, Rose, I mean, um, you know who it is, Roosevelt, uh, he was not trying to bring things to the way it was. He was pushing the whole time aggressively. And in order to get the social change we want to happen in America, we got to be aggressive as Miss Cortez. All right. Uh, I agree. Okay. You have any comments on that, uh, Congresswoman? No comments. All right. Let's go to another call. All right. This is Marsha. All righty. Good morning, Marsha. Good morning. Yes, good right here. Young with Congresswoman Johnson. Yes. Um, I was going to ask her... Uh, I apologize, I don't know when you went to Congress. I know it's been several years. Uh, the Bankruptcy Act of the early aughts. Do you know what I'm talking about? So what? The Bankruptcy Act. In the early 2000s. The Bankruptcy of what? Uh, the Bankruptcy Act where... They changed a lot of the rules for filing for bankruptcy. Uh, and uh, I worked at Legal Aid at the time. And they were, you know, everybody there was Thank very you. worried about what the results were going to be. Uh, but one of the things that they did at that time was to uh, pass legislation that allowed the credit card companies to... Uh, start charging whatever they wanted in interest. And it was like, over the course of the next couple of years, if you had a credit card that was a 10% interest, uh, here we are uh, almost 20 years later, yeah. and now we've got... For the sake of time, let me just ask Congresswoman uh, Johnson, are you familiar with this act? 
Uh, it's different cards have different laws and and rules. Uh, that, that would be casework rather than a policy. And so perhaps if there's an individual concern, then they need to write to their elected official even if, it, if it's me and have it researched. Oh, okay. All right. Thank you. We thank you for your call. That clears the line, 972-647-1893. Who do we have? Uh, we have a call from Jim. All right. Good morning, Jim. This is Jim. Yeah, I got a question for both of you guys. Uh, I'm sorry. Uh, Congresswoman and Pastor. Hey, what on this voter suppression, what would happen if we send all of our athletes, Division One, five-star athletes, away from Texas schools, Georgia schools, Alabama schools, and Mississippi schools? Would we see a difference in voter suppression act because nothing else does it nothing has done it. so thank you guys well here you come well the, the, don't run off uh, uh, what do you think about them uh, moving the all-star baseball game out of Georgia you think that's going to affect anything no well, not at all I'm waiting to see. I know that our state elected officials are involved with this. I know they disagree with it, and I'm waiting for their leadership so they can tell us what we need to be doing uh, on it. Uh, it's not just the voter registration. It's also the oppression of, of changing the courts around. Uh, the courts were organized, uh, and, and as long as they had a majority on all of these appeals courts, everything was okay. But as soon as changes came the last election, they are now reorganizing those. So in addition to not wanting us to vote, they also don't want us to have redress in the court. So I'm, I'm waiting to see how much I can cooperate with our state leadership. They're there, and they know best of what they need the public to do to show the disdain and uh, I'm, I'm, I'm ready to cooperate and I hope that many other people are as well All right. I just don't I don't think we ought to take it without saying a word mm -hmm. I, t I tell you what I thank you congresswoman for being a part of the show uh, we are completely out of time completely out of time thank all of you for calling all of you for listening, and uh, may the Lord bless you and see you. Hope to see you all tomorrow morning, 9.30, Marion Barnett Sr. Uh, on Facebook. Bye-bye. Well, it's time to make that change. People of the world today are fading. All of us have our ups and downs. You better think about it or you won't be around. What we need is a little bit of love. Sent by one from heaven up above. Take a pity, it's simple and plain. This ain't no game, you know what I'm saying? What? Yep, yeah.